so critically acclaimed. Hey people and welcome back to the Not So Critically Acclaimed podcast. I'm Laura and I hope you guys enjoyed watching Gilmore Girls or at least you've watched some of it uh, or maybe you've watched it in the past Uh, but I'm really excited to start unfolding this show that's just so timeless and great. So I think we should start with the theme song and that's Where You Lead by Carol King. Now this song is so powerful and I love it. I just think it's that type of song where you can't help but sing to it um and I remember like I would hear it in the radio my mom would play it or something and I would just like belt out and I'd be like oh my god it's the theme song from Gilmore Girls and I'd be like super excited I also think that the actual like intro package uh was always super wholesome to match the show and I loved how it said Gilmore Girls always over like foliage um and it always made me want to like live where it's fall all the time because it's so pretty um and it very much like matches Stars Hollow So I think that's really cute. Um, Just some basic, like, things about the show that I think are pretty standard, but we can talk about them anyway. These girls really are addicted to coffee. And it's it's crazy. I mean, we understand it of, like, Lorelai and, like, at Luke's all the time. Like, there's so many jokes where she's like, I can't talk until I have coffee or I need coffee and an IV. I think even the first scene is all about coffee. Um, So I think that's cool, especially because there's, like, Luke's diners a few years ago or maybe, like, pretty recently they had a bunch of like a chain of Luke diners all across the country and you could go and like actually get coffee and get like the cups uh and I think that's just cool and I also love how like Luke's diner had to change so much from the original series and the spinoff like that classic sign that said like no talking on your phone and like the wi-fi password and all that I think that's just like super funny um Also, they talk incredibly fast in this show, and I was reading that apparently, like, in Hollywood, a typical script, like, one page in a script will take about a minute to read, but for Gilmore Girls, it took about 20 to 25 seconds to read, which is incredible because I think that's something we don't really think about when we're watching the show. I mean, we kind of understand, like, we see it happening, but we don't really think about it from, like, the production side of it, and, like, I guess it's also really cool, like, how much more content, I guess, they needed to come up with because if they're doing things in like more than half the time they need a lot more content to cover but I think along with the talking like super fast and a lot of the things they would say I would not get half of them again since it was like the early 2000s I think a lot of the pop culture references were like above my head because they were before my time or they were these older people in Hollywood that I didn't really know who they were so I think that was something then fun to then watch a year in the life and they had these new like relevant pop culture references that I could understand and enjoy um so that's just some random little things about the show uh I guess we can talk about Stars Hollow and how strange of a place but like fun it is I mean Luke's Diner is like normal but then there's like Al's Pancake House which I mentioned of course there's like the Dozy Market um, where Rory, like, steals the cornstarch. Um, then, like, Taylor kind of creates, like, a soda shop or something right next to Luke's, which was, like, random, but also kind of cool. And I always wanted to be, like, going to those retro, like, ice cream parlor places. I think those are really cool and trendy. I don't know. Um, but I think the place is just very special. I mean, Kirk is, is I don't even know. I think... I went online and apparently Gilmore Girls has like a website with it like that's kind of acts as like 
the town's homepage and there's like uh, ads and stuff for certain companies that exist in the or in like Stars Hollow. So I think there was something about like Kirk's weddings. And I'm like, that's hilarious. And it just is cool, like the extra length they went to develop this aspect of the show. Uh, I think that's that's fun. Also, Taylor is just like crazy and he always annoyed me. I'm like, I don't know. It's weird. Babette's hilarious. Her voice and like screaming at Maurice and the cats. Ugh, I love it. She's so fun. Um, but also I think it's super funny how much food these girls eat and like they look amazing, but they're like constantly saying how they don't do exercise and yet they snack all this stuff. So that's just like, don't we all wish that were the case? Um, okay, but let's dive in now. Luke and Lorelai. I'm going to start with this because I really want to pay more attention to Rory because that's my interest of the show. But I mean, obviously, everyone always knew they were going to end up with each other. It was inevitable. They're longtime friends. They have they just like vibe off of each other in terms of like the banter and they see each other every day. They know what's going on in each other's lives. And obviously, the creators always knew that they were going to stay. We're going to end up together. But I just think it was super tedious the way they threw all these other like curveballs at us. I mean, with like Lorelai being engaged to Mr. Medina, I think in the beginning of the show. And then of course, Christopher was always there, which I mean, we have to acknowledge. Yes, Christopher and Lorelai had a big relationship. They had a kid together. That's something they'll always share. And they like do get each other and he gets the way their family runs in terms of the banter also. But I still think that he was like, unsure as to what happens like what he wanted in life because especially like he was always with these other girls and then he had another kid oh my god Gigi was so annoying and I hated how like bossy and like needy she was and always getting what she wants she's super spoiled but I mean she's a child but whatever that's aside the point so I hated the aspect when like Lorelai and Christopher got back together and then they got like married in Paris and that whole thing and then like when Lorelai and Rory were upset about at each other because of it I also think that in like the year in the life when they threw the whole IVF thing in there, that was kind of random. And also when she did like her version of Eat, Pray, Love or Into the Wild or whatever it was where like Lorelai decided to go somewhere in the show, like some place in the West. I don't even know where they went and like hike in the woods and stuff. Um, I don't know. Super weird. But I and then, of course, I mean, we have to talk about April. I mean, I think it was kind of like very unlike the show because I think all like the big teen drama e stuff was about more like Rory and the younger portion of the show so I think it was interesting that they kind of threw this like long lost daughter into Luke's life also interesting April was played by Vanessa Morano who went on to star in Switched at Birth on ABC Family um so I think that's just a fun fact to know um but I don't know. It just it bug it bugged me a lot because I think they should have allowed them to be together earlier. And I think I just read that they said like they put Jess and Rory together in what season two, season three, something like that, as a like roadblock to pre- another thing to prevent Luke and Lorelai from being together. Um, I don't know, but. I mean, I guess you could say the same about how, like, Rory's whole love story didn't have to, like, play out and, like, be dragged out as long as it did. But, like, I think we more expect that for young people. And she needed to, like, go through all those hoops uh, to see, like, who she really was. Whereas Lorelai had – she was older, so it it was a lot. And she had been through a lot of this already. So it's like, can't she just be happy? Um, I don't know. Okay. Now, Rory. This is, like – everything. Let's talk about Rory's friends first. So interestingly, Lane is who she grew up with in Stars Hollow and she stayed behind when Rory went off to Chilton. And I think it was like 
I don't know. Their friendship was always like very like nice. The fact that they shared like interest in um, books and music and just like town gossip, I guess. Uh, kind of random Lane's storyline, how then she like gets married. I think she's like super young when she gets married because they're like showing it while Rory's still in college. So that was interesting. And she marries like uh, I forgot who she marries. What's his name? Zach, maybe. Um, and he's like in the band and then she has like the babies and that's I don't know that I just didn't really love that I think like they could have done more with Lane like give her a career or something um or like did she go to college I don't know but then on the other side you have Paris who Paris is unlike anyone else um who obviously Rory meets at Chilton and they start off as more like not enemies I mean Rory never is someone who like tries to have enemies but Paris was always like you are my competition like we are pitted against each other but then in like a weird way she kind of found a friendship in Rory because she's like someone who's always like a staple in her life like all of like her parents weren't really around and she didn't really have true friends because she was kind of uh well mean and pushed people away but at the same time it's almost kind of sweet how they their friendship was uh created and how she became friends with her as like just this constant thing in her life and then of course she went over to the house and she relied on like Lorelai a lot too um, so I think that was nice. And then, of course, Paris is still all throughout the show um, and goes with her to Yale and to college. Um, and I, I really like that. Uh, and their friendship seems like fun. But I like how like it's kind of interesting because Lane's Rory's best friend and Rory's Lane's best friend. But at the same time, Paris, like Paris's best friend is Rory. But is Rory's best friend Paris? Like, is it like an equal relationship? I don't know. Um but that's beside the point. Okay, now we have to get into Rory's relationships because obviously that's spent so much time. Okay, I guess we can go in chronological order, which is also the order in which I like them from least to best. Um, so that gave it away. But Dean, I never really liked Dean because I think it was always obvious that Dean was like the small town guy. He was never going to really move out of Stars Hollow, which is like fine. But everyone knew like the way Rory was portrayed as this like smart intellectual girl who has these ambitions to be a journalist and go to an elite college. Like you kind of knew that she was destined. I mean, it sounds cheesy, but destined for more than Stars Hollow, which is also what um, Lorelai wanted for her. And it's almost ironic because had Rory grown up in like Lorelai's position her life would have been so much different and it's also interesting because like here Lorelai left her parents rich home in Connecticut moved to Stars Hollow only to send Rory kind of back into that world by going to the by going to Chilton and by going to Yale um so I don't know it's that's interesting but like I said I didn't really love Dean and her uh, I also think it's funny because Dean or like Jared Padalecki who plays Dean then went on to be in Supernatural and when he's in Supernatural his brother in the show's name is Dean so I just think that's funny um, and I think his name is Sam and isn't like I think the actor who plays Dean in Supernatural his name is Sam in real life I'm not entirely sure but it was something like that so that was just funny um, but what I can tell you like yes it was really wholesome how they met in like they were in high school they were each other's first love they met in the dozy market when she like stole cornstarch or something because she was so flustered I don't remember and then it was really cute how a year in the life like she went back and she found and she was like looking at the cornstarch and then Dean was there and she's like oh you were the best boyfriend I ever had I wish we were together when you were more mature and older but like still at the same time I think it would have been different because here it is like Rory's coming to visit Stars Hollow meanwhile like Dean's living there so I don't know but what I hated the most was when 
uh, Dean, like, and her, I think it was, like, season four, maybe five, I don't know, when she and him, like, start going out again together and like he's cheating on his wife with uh Rory because again he got married super young because like what is that but I think I didn't like that and like I know Lorelai was very against that also so I just I don't know I didn't know why they had to really bring that up maybe they were like losing ideas of what to do I don't know I just I didn't love it um and it was I was never a big Dean fan to even though other people liked him and thought he was like cute and wholesome and sweet but nonetheless. Okay, second on the list and second in my heart, I guess, but really not, was Jess. So honestly, first things first, I can't look at Jess anymore. Like I can't look at uh, Milo Ventimiglia in this is in in Gilmore Girls as Jess. Like when I see him, I see Jack Pearson from This Is Us. It's it's just weird because it used to be the opposite way. Like when I saw This Is Us, I'm like, oh my God, it's Jess. But at the same time, it was so many years later, he was like an adult and grown and all that. But now it's just like, oh my God, it, it's, it's Jack Pearson. That's crazy. But okay, I will acknowledge that yes, they had things in common. They both talked about books and they shared their love for writing or whatever. But I didn't like how Rory became someone different a lot of the times or like felt pressured to be and act differently when she was with him. Like when she skipped school and missed her mom's graduation. Um, I just think she was kind of lost and didn't really know who she was. And she just kind of saw this thing in front of her. He was mysterious, but like he had like kind of a good heart. So she wanted to find that and show it to other people. But they kind of just like kept pushing each other in like the wrong directions and like trying to make each other something they're not so I didn't really love that and I'll talk more in terms of like the balance of the show and how like it parallels other relationships but I really just didn't love it also his appearance in a year in the life was just kind of there and I mean I guess he kind of inspired her to get back out there and write the book but I really just don't think he's her like one big true love like especially because he I think he of all the guys on the show has like the least um the least amount of time with Rory and is like not her is her boyfriend in the show for like the least amount of time so naturally you kind of would get invested in other relationships more okay lastly Team Logan, that's where I am. Matt Zucri is everything. He is so beautiful and he only gets better with age. I love him. But this, I think, is her great love. And I know it's unlike popular opinion because most people are like Team Jess, Team Jess. But I was always Team Logan. And my argument is that one, he has the most time on the show as her boyfriend. I think he comes on as her boyfriend or like becomes a character and you can tell that that's the type of relationship that's going to be explored with him around like season five when she starts at, at Yale. Um, and I just love these scenes and love everything about their relationship because he is we're like there's so much more material in the show. So there's so much more to root for. But in my opinion, they just make sense together. Like circumstantially speaking, they're in college together. So they're going to see each other so much more than she would have seen Jess or she would have seen Dean. So and even like even when she was in high school and, you know, you like because she was going to this prep school. So she was at a different school. She didn't go to school with Jess or Dean, but then maybe she would see them after school and on the weekends. But like college, I feel is so much different because since you're like living with these people and around them like constantly throughout the entire day, you get to establish like these deeper relationships relationships faster um so I think that was very much evident in their relationship in uh the later seasons also 
And they wanted to go into the same profession. They're both like journalism people. They worked on the paper together. So that gave them something in common. And not just like how Jess and Rory had like books in common and writing, but because it was, yes, they have books and writing in common, but then they also had this shared ambition and they were always like supporting each other. And when they were talking about the industry, they had like they understood one another. So I think that was something. Also, the level of banter, they just speak each other's language. They were so cute, like the um, just what they talked about back and forth and how he would pick up on things she said and vice versa. And I mean, how he calls her ace. Again, I don't know why that started, how that started, what the meaning behind it is. I mean, I know he like messages it or like instant messages her back in the day um, when they're at the working on the paper and he calls her ace. But I don't know what ace means um, in terms of like relationships and journalism. And it means something, but you guys should look it up. Um, but again, I just... I really think that they made so much more sense with one another and they fit in each other's lives a lot more. And I also think it showed like how much Rory cared about that relationship more because there were so many more scenes like, yes, they had a lot of heartbreak. And that was, again, why people would be like, oh, he's not good for her. Like he was always the player. But eventually they got over that. And I think the fact that Rory was so upset about a lot of the times and arguments that they had just showed how much she valued the relationship and how hurt she was because she valued it. Um, but I will say that there is there are some things about Logan and the relationship that I didn't love. I didn't love how his family treated her, especially his dad. And I mean, no one's going to like that the way he said, like, he wasn't cut out. She wasn't cut out for journalism. But I mean, he always... Like he always stood up for her and he never thought that she was beneath um, his that he was that she was beneath his family or like the fact that he had money and she didn't. I mean, she, she had her grandparents. So that was like her level of status. And that's how they kind of the families knew each other. But he never made her feel like less than and matched what his family was saying to her. So I think like that he proved over and over and over again to everyone that he cared for her and he only wanted what was best for her. Um, And then I have to say that I just don't. The only thing I have to say, though, is I did not like the whole Rory steals the yacht and he she she quits Yale. I mean, Logan very much was not on board with it. And he was like always, but he was trying to be there for her at the same time and not like push her to go back to things. But secretly he wanted her back at Yale. And I didn't like how like Lorelai blamed Logan for that. I mean, yes, it was like he was the easy person to blame because uh, he was in like in Omnia Paratus and in the Life and Death Brigade. So he did all these like crazy things didn't really think and he would always get bailed out by his dad and because he was wealthy whereas Rory didn't really have the same opportunity so I think it was natural for Lorelai to blame him because she's like my daughter was so much greater and like she did never did anything like this until she met you um but I don't know eventually she gets back and luckily she's back in Yale and all that um and then there are just so many good stories and so many good episodes about their love story I think my favorite one is the season six finale when Logan's moving to London and so Rory throws like a London themed party in their apartment and I just love it because then he's like tell me not to go and she's like I can't and then she wants to go with him to the airport and he's like if you come with me I won't get on that plane and it's so it's so sweet but I also even though season seven again was not um Amy Sherman Palladino's and like the original showrunner and creator's image and vision for the show. I still think there were some elements with Logan and Rory's relationship that were good. I loved how every time he came and surprised her 
And the episode about the rocket when Rory doesn't understand the gift, but then she realizes it was from like the Twilight Zone and it shows like true love. That was so romantic and so adorable. Um, But like I said, season seven was complicated and problematic. And that's why I don't like how it ended because like Logan proposes to her. And yes, I wanted them to be together, but I'm just so upset because obviously she said no because she's too young and she needs to like focus on her career and where she's going to go. And Lorelai's like secretly happy for that. And you can see like when Logan is proposing, also he proposes in like a public setting, which you should never do. But you can see like Lorelai can tell what's on Rory's face and knows that she's going to say no. Um, So I just, and I hated that because her no like he was like, okay, then we're it. It's it. We're done. It's all or nothing. And I hated that because I thought they were destined to be the to be together. But now, cue a year in the life. So a year in the life was wow. I mean, some of the episodes were better than the others. Like that whole musical number. I forget which one it was in. I think it was in summer. But man, that was weird and totally like unenjoyable I remember like I think I might have fast forwarded or I wasn't like paying attention during that scene I didn't love it um again I think it's evident that like maybe Amy Sherman Palladino wanted Logan and Rory to end up together or wanted that to be the main uh love story because look at who had the most time in the year in the life again Jess Milo Ventimiglia as Jess was only in it for one of the episodes and only like a few scenes uh dean was also only in it jared padalecki was only in it for a few like one scene i guess you could argue maybe that it was had to do with like the actor's work schedule and their willingness to come back but i mean mad zukri was in like almost every episode and he was in so many scenes and that was rory's main love interest in that uh in the year in the life so i think again that's how it should have ended but i will say that i just don't understand why he had to marry odette like he was engaged to this other girl, but then, like, he's cheating on her with Rory. And they're like, oh, what happens in wherever stays in wherever. And it just bugs me because they obviously still care for each other after all these years. They still have so much in common. They still make sense together. So what is it that he can't, why can't they be together? It just doesn't make any sense to me. But I think we have to talk about the way it ends. Now, the last final words are between Rory and Lorelai, obviously, or actually before, no, I I can't do that. Before I talk about the four words, I have to talk about the relationship between Lorelai and her parents. So I love how Lorelai and Emily finally get their like closure and they've established their friendship as like mom and daughter because they've always had such a tenuous relationship. So I'm glad that that finally reached. And of course it was super sad when Richard died. Um, and how because like the actor died in real life which I'm quite surprised that that's how they decided for him to like exit the show because a lot of times shows won't kill off the like a star who actually died in real life because they say it's like too close to home um but I think that the way it was done was very touching and it's obviously when they filmed the funeral scenes and those first few scenes acknowledging his death like I'm sure that the sadness and the words that were shared about him and the tears were all true um and it, it was just so sad. Um, but I, I really liked how they ended it. And they, um, like, you see Emily kind of gets her own life and starts her new path um, in Nantucket. So that's kind of cool. 
But okay, back to where I was saying about the final four words. So the final four words are between Lorelai and Rory, obviously. And Rory goes, mom. Lorelai goes, yeah. Rory goes, I'm pregnant. And I'm just like, and then end. You see their faces and credits. And I'm just like, why? Why? Because I understand, like, it kind of makes sense where the like creator was coming from and she's doing this whole like repetitive and cyclical storyline and they've done that in years like past in other shows and stuff where it's just like repetitive and I guess it's kind of like paying homage to the show but at the same time it makes me feel like you couldn't come up with anything original but then again I'm not a showrunner but whatever so I have to say that that's pretty Like, there's a lot of thoughts about it. I think it's pretty similar to this show called Dawson's Creek, which I will do eventually because I love that show also, where he he ends the show with a TV show. Like, he, the actor who stars in it, um, like, the star of Dawson's Creek, he is a filmmaker in the show and he, like, loves film and stuff. So then he decides to make a TV show about everything that happened in the show, which I think was very similar to this because here Rory now, like, writes a book, which is something very big about her. She's, like, all about writing and journalism. And then she writes a book about... uh, the show about like her life which is then Gilmore Girls so it's kind of like paralleled but so I think it kind of the fact that Rory then writes a book is very much like goes naturally with how the show ended about like being repetitive and wrapping it up kind of in this like nice bow um, in terms of like paying homage to the beginning of the show about like how obviously Lorelai was a single mom and she had the kids she didn't really know but like it's now Rory doing it but in a different stage in her life she's in her 30s she's still single kind of um But yeah, so I did like how she wrote a book and that mirrored it. But my issue is in the parallel of the relationships, because the whole point is, I mean, it's pretty spelled out for each other. Lorelai Gilmore has a kid, names her Lorelai Gilmore, but she's called Rory. But it's literally like a recreation. And so everyone argues is like, oh, Lorelai is supposed to be with Luke and Christopher was the father of the child who was always like representative of the elite culture and where she came from and yeah but Luke was who she was meant to be with so then of course people say that's mirrored in Rory Rory is meant to be with Jess who's Luke's nephew because they have they're destined whatever and then there's Logan who is probably the father of the of the um unborn child and he's very similar to Christopher because he came also from the wealthy and rich um like elite lifestyle and status but I mean and theoretically it kind of makes sense because based on who like Rory was with during the year in the life like she's with that I forgot what the word was but that random person that she was hooked up with and then she's with her boyfriend who she's had for like two years but she strings him along like what's his name Paul I think and everyone's like who is this kid but then I mean, she's with Logan for half the time, so everyone is hoping that it's Logan, but my whole thing is I really wish it's Logan's child, but then I hope that they change it and that Logan and Rory are together, because I think it just makes so much more sense, but that was already, like, almost, that was, what, like, three and a half years ago, and so my whole thing is Netflix, we need a season two of Gilmore Girls A Year in the Life to really wrap this up. Now, I don't know if they're really going to do it. Amy Sherman Palladino has been asked about it. She says, like, she's always open to it. Um, She didn't necessarily plan on it, but she is open to it. I think she's working on, like, new projects now, so I don't know if it would happen right now. I I really hope we wouldn't have to wait another 10 years till it happens, but, I mean, if we... I'd rather wait the 10 years and get it than not get anything. Um, 
So that's where I stand. Um, But let me know. That's all I kind of have about my understanding of the show, what I liked, what I didn't like. Um, I don't know. There's some, I'm sure there's like, there's seven seasons plus the year in the life. There's a lot more I could probably talk about, but this is what I care about most, which I don't know what it says about me, but that's what I love. If there is something else you want to know or you want me to talk about, you can just uh, let me know on my Instagram, not so critically acclaimed. Uh, just DM me, uh, follow me, please. I know I've been getting a lot of likes on a lot of my recent posts, but make sure to follow me also. Um, and I look forward to talking with you guys soon. I'll also probably be posting on my Instagram for some more um, ideas for shows that I that you guys want me to do Um, but so let me know and otherwise that's it and I'll talk to you guys next week so bye